0: Welcome to episode 48. This is with Stephanie Lanes Institute Beauty Business Podcast. Episode 48 will be called Why Are You Asking? If you're following me on Clubhouse, I come every Tuesday night until the end of the year, uh, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. We have pinned our last episode, which is episode 47. How long are you going to stay in survival mode? That one's getting a lot of play right now. You can always click the pinned link in the group to go ahead and do that. You can also follow. We do a new podcast every Monday morning. So we have a lot of people that subscribe to either my Google podcast, Apple podcast, or Spotify podcast. So let's get into our conversation today of why are you asking? It's so interesting when we start looking at our business, especially when we start talking about our service menu, we're talking to clients during consultations, we're suggesting retail products, and many of you fall into the trap of asking. Would you like to have a service? Obviously, they're wanting a service because they came into the business and or some kind of help for their skincare. But we ask, we push our service menu like we're in a restaurant. What would you like to choose? Instead of taking the expert hat and walking in our expertise and our education and saying, you know, this is exactly what your skin is telling me. And this is what we need to do to get it to whatever level or whatever situation we're trying to correct it to. We have to stop asking our clients what they want. And we have to start understanding our education and our expertise and advising them on what they need to do. And it's unfortunate that we have this problem in our industry because we really don't understand the balance between expertise, and clients being comfortable and then them also trusting, right? So it's two things. If you feel you need to ask someone, there has not been a strong enough relationship built with that client. If you are asking because you don't understand maybe The right way to speak to clients, the right way to advise products, the right way to get them to rebook and be consistent. It may be all in the way you approach, but it can't be approaching clients when you're trying to build a solid clientele by asking them questions. If they're coming to you for help, you're the expertise. Why would you turn and ask them a question? Would you like? Are you okay? Would you like to buy? Would you like to rebook? What service would you like today? Would you like me to wax your lip? All of those things are things that you have to specifically understand that when we look at our business and we understand clients are coming to us for help, we are doing the skin analysis, we're taking down everything that we're seeing. When you turn to do suggestions for correction, Or suggestions to the goal they're coming to you for. There's no asking in that. In order for you to get this, you have to do this. In order for you to have this response, you got to do this process. There's no asking in any of that. And it bothers me when I see estheticians who are struggling asking their clients in every single conversation they have every time that client comes, right? And I see this when I go and I visit, you know, high-end spas, especially like when I go on vacation. It's it's more of um, asking as a part of accommodation, right? And I don't even like when I go and get a service and they're constantly asking if I'm coming to book a massage or a body treatment, I don't understand where the asking is coming from. If you need me to take my clothes off, then just say, go ahead and set your clothes here. Like there's a over, there's a, there's a, there's, there's too many people over asking when the intention of that person is to get a service. So if I put it into terms into your business, you're asking because you're not confident in what you're doing. You're asking because you have not built a great relationship with your client. You're asking because you really have not put yourself in the position to be the expert in your client's eyes. So the asking comes from doubt. It comes from being unsure. It comes from being um unconfident. And what you're saying, and then what the suggestions should be to actually what they should be doing to get the goals that they're wanting from you and what they want to see. I don't ever promote people asking, just like when I start talking about service menus, there's no asking when it comes to services, which is why I say, get rid of your service menu and charge people by time. Get rid of your service menu and start customizing the treatment based off of what you see when you do your skin analysis when they come in for the service. Like we cannot hide behind a service menu like we're in a restaurant because that is what restaurants do. They ask the patron what they would like to eat tonight. This is not that. So, yes, we are both in the service industry. However, we are service goal oriented. We're servicing you for a goal. You're coming to me to help fix a problem and we set a goal together. So now from now on, everything that we do is going towards that goal. So there's no asking in getting to the goal, but you're asking. You're asking if they want retail and home care. There's no If there's a goal in mind, home care is included. So why are we asking do they want it? They need it. It has nothing to do with want. They need it in order to get to the goal, right? But we turn around, would you like to get your products today? No, these are the products that you need to have in order for us to get the goal to get what you need to have corrected. Without that, you will not attain or get or even reach your goal. And here's the thing, and I I do realize that I have some years under my belt. I do realize that I've been in pretty and I've done everything I possibly can as an esthetician. And then I also understand That many of you don't, it's almost like you're refusing to step into the authoritative to get exactly what the client needs, right? They done, they clients do the first step. They make an appointment, they come to the business. They've already done what they need to do, there's nothing else for them to do. Everything else from that point on is up to you advising them what they need suggesting it for correction giving them consistency that, so that they see the goal that you guys have planned and what you're attaining has to come in this way. I'll never forget people who I had a couple clients who would be very resistant into not only buying client uh, buying products and, and and they also were very resistant to understanding consistency especially when it starts talking about correction right? And that's why I was a huge fan of befores and afters. I loved having the pictures show them without me having to overemphasize the need of being consistent and using great home care and using amazing products. Like if this is a team collaborative and I'm doing my part, it's up to you to do your part now. And then we check back in next month to make sure you're still doing your part. Like I had that conversation so many times with clients and it always came back as people saying, wow, you were right. And I didn't realize how important it was for me to do my part because I just thought that you were going to fix everything. And I and I would break it down. How do I fix something when I only see you once a month? I'm only doing treatments with you once a month. So in order for you to maintain what we've done and see improvement, you got to do your part every day. So the reason I want you to do them at home every day is because I want your skin to consistently be experiencing everything that is in these products on a daily basis. It can't happen once a month with me. I'm going to give you a little boost But in this team work, this team effort we have going on, your part is to do it every single day. We don't skip a day. It's every day. Until you see me again, I'm going to do another analysis. I'm going to take another picture. And then I'm going to show you where you were last month compared to this month. So we're going to keep progressing. This is going to be a progression. We're going to keep seeing exactly what you have been wanting to see because now you're doing your part and I'm doing my part and we're doing it together. Once I gave that speech, I didn't have any more people fighting. There was no more resistance. The resistance was gone. And then I loved the ones who were on the plan, and then they thought that, that they could go and run out and get whatever product and slip it into the plan, and it wouldn't affect. And I knew every time. I'm like, oh, doing the skin analysis. Oh, there's some something happening. Are you sure you're using everything that we discussed in the way that I explained it to you? Oh, yeah. Then as soon as I got him under that mag lamp, I said, no, I believe there's been another product introduced that was not a part of our plan. Well, I ran out of the cleanser, so I just went back to my old cleanser. Yeah, your old cleanser, one, was not even for your skin type or condition. And two, I can tell because all of these are working together. That cleanser does not work with all the rest of everything I have laid out for you. So now it's causing chaos. So that's going to knock us back a little bit because now we got to correct that. Oh, I said, that's okay. When we get up, I'm going to show you because I'm going to take a picture and I'm going to show you what you look like when you were using everything at home the way I instructed versus exactly what you're doing now, which is not using everything that I told you. When they saw that picture versus and lined up from the picture last time, they're like, oh, I didn't even have to chastise them. Like the picture gave them the reality check. And for some of you, you're refusing to take befores and afters, which I just don't understand. People need to see themselves in a different way in order for them to continue to grow the relationship with you and that trust level with you. It's proving your work. So when you prove your work by showing them, that solidifies the relationship. Many of you don't have core clientele because you're not willing to do the things to solidify the relationship. You're still asking, you're not taking any pictures. And at the end of the day, you're not giving them what they need in order for them to attain and and understand the reason they came to you with the problem. You're not fixing it. You're not fixing their issue because you're not helping them understand why everything you're doing is important, why their consistency is important, why their home care is just as important as when they come to see you, because you're overemphasizing that appointment, because many of you only make money when people see you. So there's layers to it. So again, I always question, where's your pictures? How are you able to solidify and show every client that you have that you're working on and you have goals for those clients, how you're progressing to that goal? How do you expect to explain that? Then I get this, silence. And I said, here's the thing about our industry. People want to see improvement. They want to see change. They want to feel and see that improvement even when they're outside of your treatment room. Because that is what will drive them to be more consistent is because they are seeing the progression. They're seeing the changes. It's burned into their memory. They know what it looks like. But many of us, one, we're refusing to do befores and afters or progression pictures, and then we're refusing to understand that in order for you to solidify the relationship with your customer and every client you have to be relevant to them they can't feel like they're coming to you and wasting money they can't feel like they're coming to you and wasting time because guess what you will lose if they feel that way i haven't even touched on the retail part i said a little bit about home care but i didn't really touch on that either You know, it's always the ones that I found the clients that were product whores and just loved products and would buy products just ridiculously, even though it wasn't for their skin time or condition and they didn't need it. Like the ones that just buy stuff just to buy it. Right. It was never, I'll say this. It never bothered me that they bought things. It bothered me because the reason they were buying is because they were looking for like a miracle in that bottle. They were looking for a miracle in that jar, right? I started really becoming consistent with the way I spoke to people to say, I know you love buying products. What if you bought the products that your skin needed and you were able to see the change? Would you feel Like you had to go out and buy everything that someone was trying to push in your face, looking for that magic potion. And then I would always go back to the example that I always said for myself, before I got into skincare, I didn't realize that there was purpose for certain products. I would cleanse my face and moisturize it. That's it. I never understood the importance of sunscreen every day. I didn't understand serums. I didn't understand peptides or alpha and beta hydroxies. I didn't understand any of that. I just knew I needed to wash my face in the morning and moisturize it so it didn't dry out. Did that work for me? No. Because one, I didn't need the type of moisture I was using, right? There was water-based moisturizers and then oil-based. I needed water, but I was using oil. So my skin would bump up with comedones because there's too much oil in the product. I didn't know that. I just thought I was breaking out, you know, that I just, I had acne, but I didn't have acne. I was adding products to my skin. It didn't need, it didn't need oil. I wasn't oil dry. I had plenty of oil, still do, but I was water dry. I did not have a lot of water. I was dehydrated. So I needed a hydrating moisturizer that was on the aqueous side, not the oil, right? So even me, I still go to an esthetician. I'm still doing the rules that, are, that they're telling me about my skin, even though I know what's happening in my skin. I understand why you feel you need to buy everything. But what if you took that same energy and you put it into buying what your skin needed and then you could see the results? Every client that I had that just bought stuff to buy stuff, when I talked to them in that way, They were sold. You can't imagine how much products I have under my seat. Oh, I think I can. You can't imagine how many products I've bought over the last few months. Oh, yeah, I can. But the products that you buy are not delivering what you need to your skin. So here we are, right? We are now understanding what's happening in your skin. We're understanding why your skin's responding this way because you're using things that are not for your skin condition nor your skin type. You're not acneic, but you're over here just dousing your skin in benzoyl peroxide, but you're not acneic. So now you're messing with your acid mantle. Now you're throwing off your pH. The reason you were having congestion is because you were using products that were not for your skin. So let's, let's start over. Let's use products that are for your skin type and the condition that I'm seeing now. Let's do, uh, let's do everything that I'm saying for you to do. And then I'm going to take pictures and we're going to show how much your skin is going to change and improve. Okay. Okay. Many of us don't want to take the time to have those conversations because you have to be vested in the process. And many of you are not process oriented. You're not goal oriented. You want to make sure clients come in to give your business money so that you can keep the doors open and you can make a little bit of money. But you're not at the level of understanding the relationship between you and your clients and the trust that you're building with them is what truly builds your clientele. You're so focused on just getting that dollar per day. Everybody coming in, making their appointment, whether they have a goal or not, but you getting your goal for how much you made, you're putting this money aside to make sure you have rent, blah, 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 right? And as sad as that is, I always want to make sure that you're understanding when I speak about. My experiences with difficult clients or clients that never wanted to listen to you or clients who just bought everything that anyone has ever showed them before, you're always going to have that type of client. But until you step into your educational and your experience and your work experience and the things that you've done and the things you've studied and your license, you're not, you're going to ask instead of recommend. My recommendations were firm. And I knew when people were not following the recommendation that we set out together. So when you came in with the problem, then I knew you weren't on the plan, but you want me to fix it. And I loved those conversations, those were my favorite. So you went out and used the product, and now you want me to fix it. Yes. You didn't have this problem when you used everything I suggested, right? No. So now you want me to fix it because you went off on a tangent and thought that you could go ahead and just try something else. Yeah. Okay. This is going to be painful and it may not happen in one treatment. It may take a few treatments. Oh. But we had you there. So let me go ahead and get my tablet and make sure I take a picture. Because I'm going to put it side by side. Here's the picture of when you went rogue. And here's the picture of what you look like on the plan. And they always like, I will never leave the plan again. Look at how I was glowing. Yeah. Because now we're correcting. But you were there. But you just, you know, we all make mistakes. And that client never forgot. And that's the thing that I love about being able to be honest with clients and be able to have normal conversations. I'm not even coming and trying to talk over their head about, you know, acid mantles and all that. I just say, you know, your skin is responding because you're not doing the things it's supposed to, and you're using things that are causing it to react. If you stop using it, it wouldn't react. Like I try to be, and I try to speak in layman's terms, very clear. So there is no confusion ever, right? Right. But one thing I'm not going to do is I don't ask. I'm not asking you what you feel like having today. That's like a restaurant. I'm not asking if you are going to get some retail. No, you didn't. You're out of cleanser. I write it down when you got it 60 days ago or 90 days ago. You've been out. And putting water at the bottom of the bottle ain't going to help. You've watered down the product. So let's go ahead and get your cleanser. Let's get your serum. Let's get your SPF. Or are you good on the SPF? Oh, I'm good. Okay, so do we need to add the eye treatment? Yep. Okay. Here you go. I'm not asking. I, I don't ask. Even in my first job as an esthetician, I sold all that retail because I didn't ask people. We had our fab five. Every client that came out from their facial, I showed them five products. And these are the same five products that you've had before. And I just say, which one are we going to take home today? We're going to take home the cleanser and the serum, or we're we going to take home these three, which one? That's the only time that I'm going to ask, but there's already the intention that they're going to buy something. But I'm asking, oh, are are we getting retail today? No, it's already set out here. This is exactly what you need. And then I would go pull their chart and say, oh, okay. So the last time you bought this was on this date. So hon, you're out. Yes. Yeah, I'm out. Okay. That's why I keep track of retail purchases. I'm telling you, when you do the things, when you keep in order, when you take your befores and afters, when you do all the things that you need to do specific to that customer or that client, specifically to them, and they feel like you're paying attention, you knowing when the last time I had products, you're knowing that I'm out. You're solidifying that trust relationship. Because you're taking care of them to get what they need. They're wanting a goal. They want to attain to a certain level. And when you do that and you're with them and it's a team effort, the response and the consistency will be different. If you don't make that connection and you don't have that team mentality with them, then they're going to be a part of the 80% that becomes seasonal. That might only see you once a year, but they know they have conditions and issues in their skin that you can help them with. You just have not solidified that relationship. And I always feel asking a client means that we don't have a great relationship. We're we're not strong. I have not gotten to the level I need to reach with you to help you understand why it is you need to do this, right? But again, I can't stand asking. Even when I go get services, please don't ask me. This is exactly what I want. I want a 90-minute hot stone. If you had a 120, I'll take a 120. This is what I want. And the thing is with me, too, is that I find when people change their conversations with services and retail, everything changes. When you understand the importance of your service menu and making sure that people understand that they can get their time, how much time do you want to spend, right? I loved telling people, you know, when you have a signature treatment, of course you want clients to stay 90 minutes because it's going to be the most expensive, but you can still give that treatment and give it, leave it up to them. Do you want to do a 30 minute? Do you want to do a 60 or do you want to do a 90? They're still getting the same service. It's just shorter time, but they're still getting exactly what they need. Nothing changes. They're just now paying you for your time, which you should be paid for. So I would encourage you to really sit down and think, am I asking my clients? Am I an asker? Do I ask them when are they coming back? Or do you want to buy something today? Or... um when am I going to see you again? What would you like to have done today? If you're asking those things, I would challenge you to really change the way you approach, change the way you work with clients, especially if you're still asking your core clientele. And these are clients that have been consistent, maybe three, four five months. You're asking them, I would change the conversation. I changed my verbiage. I would change the words. I would change everything and how I approached them to the goals they were looking for me to help them get I would start speaking more in team we're a team so and when you do your part and I do mine that's when we see results but if I do my part and you don't do your part we're not going to get there we got to do it both together it's, it clicks right then there's no more arguing The pictures are showing the progression of our team effort. So that backs up. And then that also solidifies what we're doing together. Because believe it or not, every client that you see, whether they're seasonal, whether they're um, your core clientele, you are a team effort. You're, you're, You're partnering with every single client that comes into your treatment room. You're partnering in them, even if you get a hair removal, it doesn't matter. Even if you're doing makeup or lashes, it doesn't matter. You're still teaming with them. You're still in a partnership with them. So if you know that and you understand that, why not do extra? Why not take the pictures? Why not change the way you speak to them? Why not solidify the trust between you two? Why not celebrate that team effort? Because asking is not going to get you where you want to be. You can't ask for what they need. They already are coming to you asking you what they need. Your response should be not only what they need, but the plan to get to the goal that they're looking for. And if no one has ever spoken to you in this way about not only clientele, but goals Um, customization of your services, building trust in clients, understanding that you are the expert and they're coming to you for help. And so in turn, it has to be a team effort to get them the help that they need. They got to do what they need to do at home in order for it to work. Then you have to understand that might be what you're missing in your business. You may be asking too much. I say go cold turkey, just stop asking. Don't ask anymore. This is what they need to do in order to do that. Get a tablet, start taking those pictures. Start putting some stuff side by side so they can look at it, so they can see. You can show them the improvements in real time. You can go back to the first treatment all the way up to now, whether it's six, 12, 18 months ago, and they can see a progression. We have to get into being a lot more proactive when it comes to, not only what clients need, but exactly what they're looking for. They're not looking to you to, to, for them to tell you, oh, I want this service today. That's not how any of this works. That's not how any of this works. So when you start moving in that and working on that and, and, explaining yourself in that way to every client, then it becomes a really different type of conversation. Because now the trust is formed. Now the team is solid. Now let's get to that goal. And then once we're at that goal, we got to maintain this goal, right? So that means as you being a part of the team, you don't go off and wander off into other places and start buying stuff because you think now you're at your goal and you can just use anything. No, remember the process we got there. Remember exactly what we did to get there. So once you understand that and you solidify that team and they get it and you have picture proof, now you have a core client but you won't have one until you start doing the things that you need to. And that first thing is to stop asking. You cannot ask them what they want, what they're looking for. Do they want to buy? Do they want to rebook? Take all of those questions out of your conversations. Now change the way you're approaching building clientele and building trust with clientele. Once you do that, you're going to see a big difference. All right, guys. Thanks so much for joining me today. This is episode 48. We will see you next time.